As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Now, get ready to sound off. Welcome to a Christmas Eve's Eve edition of Sound Off. Alongside John Sears, I'm Keith Murphy. And tonight, a look at some of the more memorable What's Bugging Andy's. And nothing gets us in the Christmas spirit like Andy taking on an entire state. He was just kidding. Iowa is known as the land of opportunity. North Dakota is known as the colder of the two Dakotas. It's known for being just a hop, skip, and a jump away from a two-hour flight to Winnipeg. Their fans have to love the idea of taking a drive down here, see some real sights. You ever been to North Dakota? The landscape is a joke. You've got a right to be proud. After all, you beat one of the finest football teams in central Iowa. You guys really lit up my Twitter feed. And I have to ask, you kiss your mother with those mouths? I got hit with some cuss word combos that I've never even considered before. By the way, though, I don't think douche nose would be considered a proper noun, so I don't think you need to capitalize it. You got your win. Now recognize how fortunate you are to have a team that just beat the 2005 Humanitarian Bowl runners-up and move on. <laughs> hey, Bison fans, do you pronounce it 20-point loss or is it 20-point laws? <laughs> Yes, I and many other Iowans had serious fracking fun with the Bisos last night after what happened after the Iowa State game. I mean, revenge was sweet. <laughs> Don't worry, though. They took the loss pretty well. <laughs> you know, Twitter trolling isn't much fun when your target is too smart to take the bait. Oh, no problem there. Hell hath no fury like a bison who's butthurt. <laughs> Man, these guys get mad when you make fun of their football team. Here's a sample. Chris tweets, blank your mom and swallow a buck knife, you piece of beep. Hashtag kill yourself. Wow. That's harsh, but the best part is check out his Twitter avatar. It's his two cute kids. Wow. Daddy gets that upset over a football game. I can only imagine what he's like after something really bad, like uh, spilled milk. <laughs> One more. Here's Statler. Only Andy Fails would bash on NDSU for one loss in more than two seasons. Stick to analyzing your below-average ISU team. Below-average? Thank you. That might be the nicest thing anyone says about Iowa State this year. All right. For the most part, North Dakota State fans stayed off of Twitter last night. I mean, after all, most had to drive home to Fargo and the bag phones in their cars don't have 4G. But that's all right. They've got more season left. And after that, there's only nine short months of winter until it's time to go outside and play again. Bisos, I know you're watching. You gotta cancel these weekend plans of yours. You gotta call off this game with the Hawkeyes. Now, I know that seems unthinkable. 
And after all, this is basically your closest step ever to a bowl game. You get to play a Division I football team and you get to travel to a place you consider to be warm, sunny, and exotic, Eastern Iowa. But this game is all wrong for you, baby. You're gonna lose. You're gonna lose to a team that is giving you half its attention and using half of its playbook. And maybe a loss to the 13th ranked team in real football wouldn't be that bad. But you need to consider more than just the game here, Bisos. I mean, you're gonna waste your time. You could be out on that tundra, fracking up a frickin' fortune instead of driving 37 hours to Iowa City. I mean, remember that drive home from Cedar Falls after Northern Iowa put that beat down on you a while back? Well, most Panthers wish they were Hawkeyes, so imagine the heartache that awaits you in Iowa City. We're gonna take your money, we're gonna take your spirit, we might even take a few of your women if they remember to shave their mustaches that morning. We're guessing that we could see as many as 10,000 of you here for the game. And it's safe to say that at least 9,000 of you won't make it home. I mean, after all, you'll see how great it is here in Iowa, and you'll realize that you don't actually have to live in North Dakota to follow the bison anymore. I mean, not with this new internet thing that everybody's talking about. It happens every year. North Dakota State plays down here, and a whole bunch of fans don't make it all the way home. I mean, how else do you explain Sioux City growing in population? You're dying to get out of there, guys, and we're on to it. That's why you're building that oil pipeline. You're hoping to pull an Andy Dufresne and swim the hell out of there. Bisos, will you pour some rock salt into your eye sockets and melt the other half of your brains? I mean, you gotta call this off. Now, I'm sure you know all about the FCS national title game, no chance. Played in Frisco, Texas, no clue. The Bison went down there and beat Illinois State, had to look that up, to win their fourth national title, Division I AA. They packed the stands at Toyota Stadium, it's a soccer stadium, with fans wearing green and yellow, look like boogers and pee, and had a fantastic time. It was a great season for the Bison Bison. In fact, it was almost perfect. You and I kicked their ass. And they'll probably tell anyone willing to listen, no one, that with one more title in Division I AA, they'll even have a ring for their thumbs, not opposable. But if there's one thing that I've come to understand about North Dakota State fans, their brains are frozen, it's that they aren't satisfied with just their own piddly triumph. They want everyone else to recognize them too, insecurity. Well, for the sake of closure, making you shut up, I'm willing to do just that. Now, you small words. You're number one, guys, in Division I AA, and Iowa's teams aren't. Heck, the Iowa Hawkeyes, real football, can't even say that they're the champions of the Tax Slayer Bowl, got their ass kicked. They lost a heartbreaker blowout to a fantastic young Tennessee team, 6-6. Six and six. Meanwhile, the Iowa State Cyclones, oh my god, didn't even make it to a bowl. Two wins. They've spent the winter inside working on their game, PlayStation, in hopes that they'll be better next season. Three wins. And maybe enjoy some of that same success that you've enjoyed, only in a real division. There. Are you satisfied, you bunch of lefts a rolling squareheads? Get off my Twitter feed! I am not jealous of your FCS national title any more than I'm jealous of Danny Fire's national crossword title. 
The rest of the world cares as much about your collection of FCS championship rings as Artie Frogman's collection of pizza boxes. But bully for you. You got the market cornered and everybody inside North Dakota is real impressed. I'm Andy Fails and that's what's bugging me. When Sound Off returns, what's bugging Andy the early years? You want the famous Doppler Wars? You got it. When What's Bugging Andy first started, viewers around Iowa said, what in the world is this? Andy would take aim at anything or anyone, and that includes the State Fair. Well, I hate the State Fair without secretly loving it for some of the same reasons. For example, it's too crowded, but in the same breath, would we really want to go if nobody else did? And speaking of crowds, isn't the people watching the best part of the fair? Once you're too old to care about the rides and the skee-ball, People watching at the State Fair is like eating lobster in Maine. Where else can you watch a grown man with a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles tattoo and no teeth eat a fried pickle on a <laughs> stick while smoking a cigarette and backhanding his shoeless kid? <laughs> the fair doesn't need custodians, it needs anthropologists. And they can start by telling me if that's a Neanderthal or a Cro-Magnon man that I saw in the pig barn. Neanderthal. He was standing right next to another fairgoer who was so fat she needed a motorized cart to get around. Look, call me a fascist, but I don't think people should be given the use of implements normally reserved for the handicapped if they're simply too fat to walk. 95% of the state fair crowd is Caucasian. Actually, better make that about 60% because a good third of them are too covered in dirt, filth, nicotine, Kool-Aid, and cow turds to accurately gauge what race they are. All I can say is that the NAACP should include this fact in its inspirational brochures because the State Fair makes one heck of an argument against the health and well-being of the white race. Forget education and laws against hate crimes, just send the skinheads and the neo-Nazis to the fair and I guarantee most of them will change their minds immediately. All right, once and for all, I want to put an end to this Doppler war that our station has going with our jealous competitor. We have the Mega Doppler. One million watts of pure, unadulterated Doppler power. That's the most powerful radar in all of Iowa. That means we are number one. I saw some silly promo that they were running that said if you combine all of the Dopplers that their corporation rents, they have two million total watts, and thus they've got the most power. That makes me laugh. Look, the point is, you take the Mega Doppler and Channel 8's little wussy Doppler, and you put them in a steel cage together, the Mega Doppler would beat the crap out of that thing. One million watts, people. I'm not sure if you realize how much Doppler that is, but let me tell you this. It's a lot. He's got the audacity to call this your show. 
like you really want this show, this idiotic show where Knox from Dingleberry Creek calls the voicemail <laughs> to congratulate some guy named Bufo on his awesome victory in the Super Duper 350s at the Stubville Drag Strip? This show sucks. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Hey, Earl, bring me another Master Brown. Check out Dale Jr. He's running wide open. Ain't gone to the bathroom all day. He's going to make Lynchburg lemonade in his Budweiser underwear. And how drunk can you guys get up there? When you pissed your pants before the national anthem, it's time to get some help. The kids can't even shitty up the goalposts because the front of their pants are too soaked to get any grip. Then there's the Ed Wilson laugh, where you can practically hear the phlegm in his lungs. It's so funny that it makes you laugh. You can't help it. Hey, Ed, we put the shoe polish on Bachman's phone again. <laughs> and then there's that one guy. He's pretty normal, and you think he's an all right guy, but then he starts laughing really hard, and his face doesn't change expression. It totally freaks you out. I call it the Stephen Morey laugh after a kid I grew up with. Hey, Stephen, look at that fat guy with the fart stain on his shorts. <laughs> I don't need to run some childish spot that proclaims how great we are and how inferior our competition is. I mean, I'm not going to stoop to their uh, level. Congratulations, <laughs> WHO, best newsroom produce. According to Darla and Humboldt, Sound Off is the best show ever. That's a promo. That's a promo. Congratulations, Sound Off, best show ever. Man, that's a big sack of nuts. Congratulations, <laughs> Andy Fails, Iowa's biggest nut sack. <laughs> when we return, a What's Bugging Andy from this year watched a million times. There is one thing that brings Hawkeye and Cyclone fans together. It's how insufferable they found Nebraska fans during the glory years. But the glory years are long over, and Andy, jump from the top turnbuckle. I'd like to start by extending our sympathies to our neighbors to the west. Call them the Bumpuses, the Cousin Eddies, whatever. The given name is Nebraska, which is an Indian word for let the white people have this place. We don't want it anyway. Seriously, Nebraska, how you doing? Are you hurting? Now, this was supposed to be the year that frost got you back to winning. As it stands, you may not have a win before there's frost on the ground. Now, 
We here at SoundOff don't like the idea of kicking our neighbor when he's down, no. We love it! This was supposed to be the return of the Great Big Red. Well, you know what's big and red right now? Yo ass from getting spanked by every team from Wisconsin to Troy. Troy! Know what else is red? My face from laughing at the whole thing. I mean, this was your one thing, Nebraska. I mean, the one nice thing that people driving through your state could say as they stared at seven hours of jack diddly squat. Do you want misery? I mean, take I-80 from Wyoming to Omaha. It'll be the one and only time you say, oh, thank God for Council Bluffs. Yeah, yeah. We know how you'll hit us back. Uh, how many national titles does Iowa have? Well, since the death of the VCR, we have as many as you do. Yes, Nebraska is Iowa's Uncle Rico. I mean, he was something back in the day, but now he lives in a van and his clothes and hair look like something off a sex offender registry. Memorial Stadium, huh? You mean like in memory of the good football that once took place here? <laughs> right now, you have lost nine straight. We hear you're hung up on that one with Akron that got canceled. Well, don't be. They'd have flattened you like a turtle crossing the interstate. The Cleveland Browns have more wins than you, Huskers. Your victory fridge is still chained shut. Look, it'll get better. I mean, of course it'll get better. The season will end. Most Nebraska fans got it. A nothing drives this show like the Cyhawk rivalry. Andy's had enough. Next. Now that Andy has kids, he really tries to avoid saying bad words on the air. The Cyhawk rivalry got the best of him. A word of caution, just in case my kids are watching this right now. Daddy's going to say a bad word here, kids, so cover your ears. Ready? Stupid. I'm not supposed to say that word at home, but there are times when a so-called bad word just fits, and this is one of those times. We sports fans get stupid, and getting stupid is one of the key elements to a sports rivalry. In fact, if we don't get, talk, or act stupid about a rivalry, well, then it really isn't a rivalry. And here are a couple of examples. An amateur social media site called Mission College Football put together an NCAA tournament-style bracket to find America's best college football stadium. Now, in the first round, it's Kinnick Stadium versus Jack Trice Stadium. <laughs> Did Cyhawk fans have fun with that? Mm, eh. Did they get stupid over it? Oh, yeah. The very suggestion that one might be compared to the other, accusations of intentional trolling, personal insults, outright anger. This is a Twitter poll meant to pass the time of the offseason. It got stupid. Then, a day later, 
A social media post from a Hawkeye fan working for Manat's Construction claimed he buried an Iowa flag under the new asphalt he was installing in the Hilton Coliseum parking lot because, quote, this is Hawkeye country, unquote. You don't bury a flag, you plant one. And Hilton Coliseum? The Hawkeyes haven't had a good time there since the flip phone. That's a stupid gesture, and the only reason it came close to working is because some Cyclone fans got stupid in their response to it. They wanted the guy fired. You don't get all mad at that. You say something like, good, now I've got a, even more reason to take a leak in the parking lot rather than wait in line for the Kaibo while I'm tailgating. But fans got stupid. Stupid in their delight, stupid in their defeat. And while my kids won't like the way that sounds, I'm telling you here, all right? It's actually a good thing because it means the Cyhawk rivalry is alive and well. Even in the depths of the offseason, it's good and stupid. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Thank you, Andy. And that'll do it for us. We are back next week, and we hope you are too. We'll leave you with the sound off send off. Final Christmas words from the big man in red. Even pig spankers, thank you for giving me a few minutes. I want to make a statement about my football team. Now I'm a grown up man. I got a wife and kids and a double wide on layaway, but I got feelings. Am I all tore up about Husker football? Well, does a fat dog fart? Hell yes, it makes me sick to my stomach. Got all these outsiders telling the Huskers how to play football. Outsiders that don't know shit about football. Big 10, big 10 inch piece of bullshit if you ask me, they're bringing the Huskers down. You gotta stop throwing the damn football. Vince Lombardi himself once said only four things can happen when you throw the football and uh, Five of them are bad. Quit listening to these California snowflakes and get back to running the football like the good old days. It's bad right now, folks. You see that Ohio State game a few weeks ago? I ain't seen an ass kicking that bad since Cooter Ray throwed up all over that MMA fighter's girlfriend. Poor Cooter. Huskers got him so down, he gave up chewing. Now he's vaping like a son of a but he ain't chewing. Now, reminds him too much of the good old days. Hey, Mike Riley, why don't you let that finger point you the hell out of town? We need to put that lousy coach out on his butt crack and bring back Tom Osborne. I don't care if he got coached from the nursing home, he better than they got now. Huskers got their priorities all messed up. I don't care about no sellout streak. What about the pissing me off streak? Make America great again, bulls. How about make Big Red great again? Yeah, my burger. That's what we need. I'm Doug LeBoner. That's what's bugging me.